，享受工作，乐生活。就算不在办公室，也能从容应对线上会议。HP Dragonfly 透过专业的 HP Presence 设计，内建降噪及会议快速键，搭配清晰的 Ben and Olufsen 音效，增强音讯及视讯功能。HP Dragonfly 顶级商务笔电，采用 Windows 11专业版。让您在会议中享有最佳的视觉和听觉品质。Typhoon Koinu has moved out to sea after briefly making landfall Thursday morning. The eye of the storm passed over Erluanbi, the southern tip of Taiwan, before quickly crossing into the western waters. When it made landfall, the storm unleashed gusts of up to 17 on the Beaufort scale. Footage taken in Hunchun shows wind tearing off a sheet metal shed and shattering windows at a local hospital. Streets were left littered with debris. The Central Weather Administration expects to lift its land warning for Taiwan on Friday morning, while Penghu will have to wait until after midday. Typhoon Koinu passed through the waters near Orchid Island on Wednesday, unleashing record-topping winds. An island weather station recorded speeds of 95.2 meters per second, exceeding level 17 on the Beaufort scale. That's the fastest speed even seen in Taiwan since records began 126 years ago. The fierce winds left a trail of devastation on the island, with heavy damage at ports, schools, and homes. Working classes will be suspended on Friday so that locals can begin repairs. Three doors are blown right off their frame by a strong gust. Typhoon Koinu battered Orchid Island with strong winds Wednesday night, leaving some homes without a roof. Broken glass covers the floor. Locals say Orchid Island hadn't seen such strong gales in 18 years. At 9:53 p.m. on Wednesday, the island's weather station recorded gusts reaching 95.2 meters per second, topping the highest grade of 17 on the Beaufort scale. This intensity is the highest ever recorded in Taiwan, and it broke off the anemometer at the meteorological station. As the typhoon passed over Orchid Island, it brought destructive, record-breaking gusts to the Orchid Island Meteorological Station, which registered a wind speed of 95.2 meters per second. That's more than 17 on the Beaufort scale. After the stormy night, 90% of vessels at Kaiyuan Port had capsized or gone missing. A local with a cane heads down to the pier for a look. Locals are devastated by the damage. They've cried to me how their fishing boats were damaged or turned over. They don't know whether the government will help them. So this morning, I contacted all the relevant government agencies one by one. Many boats in the fishing harbor have sunk. I tried making 20 to 30 calls to Orchid Island, but only two of them got through. The signal came and went. The storm wreaked havoc at schools as well. This ceiling has mostly collapsed, leaving just a few tiles hanging and cables all over the place. At Lanyu Junior High, shelves and storage units inside classrooms were knocked over, and windows lay strewn on the floor in the corridor. Outside, even the flagpole was bent over completely. It's a similar scene at other schools. Here, palm trees were torn apart by the strong winds, and metal roofing was blown to the ground. Windows were smashed, letting water into the classrooms. It's a true scene of destruction. 
The damage to schools is quite severe. Classes will only resume after the environment is safe for students. Work in classes in Orchid Island will be suspended tomorrow, October 6th. Orchid Island bore the brunt of Typhoon Koinu, which left the entire island without electricity and internet. With heavy damage to industry and schools, work and school have been called off for Friday to give locals time to make repairs. With National Day coming up, organizers held a press conference on Thursday to promote the events. There will be a parade at the presidential office, a gala in Tainan, and fireworks in Taichung. National Day celebrates Taiwan's tenacity and commitment to freedom, said legislative speaker Yoshi Kun, who chairs the organizing committee. He also criticized former President Ma Ying-jeou for refusing to attend the presidential office parade. The theme of this year's National Day logo is Democratic Taiwan, Resilient and Sustainable. Soft intertwining curves represent the gentle yet resolute Taiwanese people and their spirit of sustainability. Let us carry on the spirit of Taiwan's century-old struggle against colonialism and authoritarianism in pursuit of democracy, that tireless and unyielding Taiwanese spirit. As long as we do so, Taiwan's democracy, freedom and place in the world will continue to grow sustainably. Legislative Speaker Yo Shi Kun, who also chairs the National Day Organizing Committee, said that Taiwan has faced China's diplomatic provocations with courage in recent years. Taiwan has stood its ground to show the world its tenacity and determination to defend its freedom, he said. This year on National Day, there will be a military flyover, a concert, and 29,000 fireworks set off to a big band performance. The fireworks will be hosted in Taichung, while the National Day Gala will unfold in Tainan. But as many look forward to the events, former President Ma Ying-jeou has announced he will not attend. He's objected to the English name of the holiday, billed as Taiwan National Day. Ma accused the DPP of making the change to push for Taiwan independence. In response, Yeo displayed the National Day logo used in 2010 under the Ma administration. The logo also included the word Taiwan, he said, urging Ma not to be hypocritical. Everyone look at this piece of paper. Who was president in 2010? But here it says Taiwan. If the argument is that back then it just said Taiwan without saying National Day, then consider this. We've been using National Day on the visuals for three years now, and all three years my angel took part. He didn't have objections then, but now he does. Isn't that strange? How can you just change your mind in a whim like that? Yo said that the term Taiwan National Day was easier for foreigners to understand. He said the same term had been used in 2021 and 2022, making it unclear why Ma was suddenly refusing to attend the nation's birthday celebrations. In a last attempt at persuasion, he called on Ma to be there on the big day. Taiwan's consumer price index rose 2.93% year-on-year in September, setting an eight-month high. According to officials, inflation was mainly driven by higher fruit and vegetable prices due to storms, coupled with a continued increase in international fuel costs. Another contributor was the increased demand for entertainment services. Officials say that the core CPI, which excludes volatile food and fuel costs, should start to go down starting October. Let's hear from the Directorate General of Budget, Accounting and Statistics. 
As for the core CPI, we know that in the fourth quarter of last year, specifically around mid-October, border controls were eased. So the figures for entertainment services, particularly for international tour packages, went up quite a bit last October. Not only that, the rate of increase to dining out fees is continuing to slow. So we project that October's core CPI will be lower than September's. The cost of a basket of 17 government-monitored household necessities, including rice, bread, pork, chicken and eggs, rose by 3.57% annually. This rate is the lowest in 19 months. Officials say that if damages from Typhoon Koinu are not significant, the CPI in October should be close to September's. Today, we meet Taiwanese entrepreneur Jimmy Chang, who launched his own audio brand in 2015. In collaboration with a French industrial designer, he aims to provide high-quality audio systems featuring advanced acoustic technology and user-friendly designs. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang caught up with Chang to find out about his journey founding the company and the challenges they overcame. She removes the record from its sleeve and places it on the turntable. The components of the speaker include a 1.5-inch ring-type tweeter with a circular horn diffuser and a double magnetic subwoofer, which allows the music to be dispersed 360 degrees. Unlike most other speakers on the market, which are made out of plastic, this one is crafted with wood and aluminum, which are not only recyclable, but provide better sound quality. Yes, we use wood. The uh, majority is because uh, uh, wood usually brings better sound for speakers. Um, MDF wood is a recyclable uh, material. Um, we definitely want to uh, utilize this. The optical end has airplay. Um, the cabinet is a bit bigger than the uh, previous version. Um, but it doesn't have a CD anymore. So it's a more of a connected device uh, instead of a, a, a CD player. The founder of the brand is Jimmy Chang. He graduated from the University of Wisconsin-Madison in 2009. Then he moved back to Taiwan and launched his brand in 2015 after being inspired by other brands. In collaboration with French industrial designer Jules Parmentier, he aims to utilize the expertise of both France and Taiwan to provide high-quality audio systems that combine advanced acoustic technology with a user-friendly design. Uh, resources in Taiwan, especially in terms of designing and uh, electronic-wise, we had a lot of uh, uh, supports from uh, uh, Taiwan. So that's why we wanted to start from Taiwan um, with the uh, exceptional uh, quality of uh, uh, parts, ex exceptional uh, quality of Wi-Fi modules. Luz Pamentiers is in charge of the uh, 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 industrial design, and we are in charge of the acoustic design, in, 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 as well as the mechanical engineering. Chang said the pandemic was a huge hurdle for the team. The brand's latest product had to be delayed for nearly two years due to the lack of MCU chips. There are a lot of uh, adapters and I mean a lot of uh, components are missing. So we were deeply impacted by shortage of the MCU chips. We weren't able to get any of those chips. So we weren't able to uh, supply new products uh, in uh, 2022. Um, therefore, we postponed um, the new product release until now which is 2023. The team will travel to France to participate in the Paris audio video show. 
and Kuala Lumpur for the KL International AV Show 2023. It hopes to explore cross-industry collaborations and provide customers with the best audio experience. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Hu Chong-en in Taipei. After a two-year hiatus, the E-Tree ICT Tech Day made its return to Taipei on Tuesday. Jointly organized by the Ministry of Economic Affairs and the Industrial Technology Research Institute, or ITRI, Tech Day showcased forward-looking technologies developed domestically. Organizers hope that through tech transfers, Taiwan manufacturers can expand their foothold on the big global stage. A drone zips in at low altitude, nimbly avoiding obstacles. It's just one of the advanced technologies on show. It can overcome obstructions to the line of sight, just like an X-ray, seeing through the vehicle in front of us. E-Tree's world-leading V2X see-through technology lets drivers look through vehicles up ahead, improving traffic awareness and reducing accidents. It was displayed at the 2023 E-Tree ICT Tech Day, which was jointly organized by the Ministry of Economic Affairs and E-Tree. After a two-year hiatus, the event returned to the Taipei International Convention Center on Tuesday. A forum was held as well, where experts explored the latest trends. We have developed Taiwan's first domestically produced RFID chip for ground station equipment. It can connect to a satellite in one second, so its connection speed is very fast. Manufacturers using this ground station equipment solution have already gotten orders from the world's top three satellite companies. As we integrate more satellites from B5G to 6G satellites, we will see coverage extending to that remaining 80%, areas that currently don't have coverage. All the future development will be built on this foundation. As far as applications are concerned, we will be able to provide even better services and products for consumers. The event showcased beyond 5G and 6G ground station equipment for low-Earth orbit satellites, direct smartphone connectivity with satellites, generative AI, and 3D displays that don't require a wearable. These forward-looking technologies were a sample of Taiwan's R&D capabilities. A great deal has been achieved using AI. At corporations with large carbon emissions, it's been used a lot to optimize scheduling and for digitization. According to the Market Intelligence and Consulting Institute, the output value of Taiwan's ICT hardware sector will reach 226 billion U.S. dollars in 2023. Taiwan will account for 3.8 percent of the global share, rivaling Germany and the U.K. To showcase the nation's capabilities, the MOEA and E-Tree are working on R&D and tech transfers to help Taiwan manufacturers expand abroad and seize more international orders. Now let's explore the ins and outs of the fine dining and how to tip in Taiwan's restaurants. Upscale restaurants have many different systems for tipping. Most include 10% service charge on the menu. Others put a tip line on the bill for the customer to fill in freely. And at high-end restaurants, customers may be nudged to leave a tip by special gifts from the kitchen or other fees being waived. But with all these customs usually left unspoken, how do you know what's expected? We spoke to restaurant experts for Tipping 101. When a pregnant customer arrives, the restaurant staff immediately bring out extra cushions so she can dine in comfort. 
The diner's preferences for the steak, side dishes, and seasoning are all checked repeatedly. These are the foundations of good service in an upscale steakhouse. The customer perhaps glances over, and then we go to them. When a customer feels truly satisfied or really touched by the service, they may give an extra tip. We've had 3,000, 5,000 NT before, one off. And it's different again at Lunar New Year. Then it's a bit like giving a red packet. Apart from the 10% service charge listed on the menu, the bill may have a special line for tips, which the customer can fill in according to their degree of satisfaction. Tipping by card or cash are both acceptable. The restaurant divides tips equally between staff at the end of the day, unless a customer specifies that a tip is for a particular server. At restaurants where it's hard to get a table or the bill that day has gone over your norm, if there's a request not to have a corkage fee, then they will specially prepare a tip. For a big talent, the chef might get 5,000 NT. For the waiters and waitresses who serve at the table, it usually depends on the number of people. They'll give those two servers 2,000 NT to split evenly. They don't write a number. They let you decide how to reward them. It's written, you can tip me, or there's a tip box. There's no rules about it. Restaurants often go out of their way to make guests feel at home, and while they subtly encourage diners to leave a tip, they try to make it feel like a choice. When you get into it, the world of tips is full of surprises. A polio survivor has moved into a brand new accessible home with the support of a charity. Mr. Zheng and his two adult children from Yunling were living in a dilapidated house that couldn't be fixed when their case was adopted by Formosa Charity Group. Now they have a brand new three-bedroom home with appropriate facilities to make each room accessible for Mr. Zhen, who cannot walk. The young man wheels his disabled father around their brand new home. It's time for a totally new daily routine. The bathroom is fitted with accessible facilities, which are a delight to Mr. Zheng, a survivor of childhood polio. I will always be grateful. Thank you. Thank you all for your help and care. Mr. Zheng, aged 65, lives with his two children in Yunling's Sihu Township. Their previous home was dilapidated, leaky, and impossible to repair. The family of three was squeezed into a room of less than five ping in austere conditions. But then the family were referred to a voluntary group. More than 100 people took part in creating the new home over three weeks. It's an accessible home of 21 ping with three bedrooms, two living rooms, and a bathroom. The corridor has been designed quite wide, so in the future, if he's in a wheelchair, it will be easier to get in and out, more convenient. Formosa Charity Group has made all the facilities according to his specific needs, accessible and fitting his height, including the bathroom, the living rooms, the whole home environment. So a lot of care went into it. Yuning County Commissioner Zhang Lishan visited the house to take part in its handover ceremony, thanking the voluntary group for their work to support the lives of local people in poverty.